Welcome to another Ape Reality Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay, the creator of Noble Ape, and this evening I'd like to talk a little bit about the biology of Noble Ape, how it came to evolve, or in this case, devolve, and what the future of the biology of Noble Ape holds. When I started developing Noble Ape in 1996, I had a vision of a very rich and detailed ecosystem, and if you look back at the original manuals, there are 12 animal species and 14 plant species uh, in existence. I'll, uh, I'll just read from the original manuals now to give the, uh, the animals and plants specifically. In the animal species, there are noble apes, fierce felines, herbivorous mice, insectivorous mice, seabirds, nightbirds, seed-eating birds, insectivorous birds, ants, spiders, flies, and sea fish. And the plants, there is grass A and grass B, berry bush, bean bush, potato plant, fruit bush, flowering bush A, flowering bush B, berry tree, nut tree, non-descriptive tree A, non-descriptive tree B, non-descriptive tree C, and boatwood tree. The reason for the number of plants and animals that existed in the original simulation was I found through trial and error that through traditional predator-prey um, simulations where you have um, nonlinear equations contributing to the um, predators eating the prey and things of this nature, it was a lot easier to create a normalised ecosystem with a lot more uh, plants and animals. And the interrelationship between the plants and the animals produced a beautiful cyclic uh, uh, ecosystem which went on to become uh, what is now called noble ecology and what was called ecosim at the time which was a high school application where basically you had sliders to uh, govern the initial populations of the uh, plants and animals and the their various eating characteristics for want of a better term and it was quite easy to generate quite beautiful cyclical uh, stable ecosystems with more plants and animals and that was the original background the interesting juxtaposition in terms of the cognitive simulation initially was that of the uh, noble ape on one side and the fierce feline on the other. The noble ape as a kind of quiet, reflective, uh, thinking man's monkey. Uh, and on the other side, the fierce feline, which was the classic kind of predatorial creature. Background to this, which comes out in the original manuals, was my mm, early teens interest in Arnold Schwarzenegger films, in particular The Predator and The Terminator. Uh, and these ideas of, of predator logic and uh, terminator logic in those um, two films. Um, interesting that such films uh, affected me so strongly. Also, in the early period of Noble Ape, I went back and watched a lot of Vietnam War uh, movies, or movies based on the Vietnam period, uh, in order to get a sense of jungle and suspense and uh, how that would translate to something like Noble Ape. This, in part, created the um, uh, some background. The documentation that exists today with regards to Noble Ape is, in fact, a, a poor subset of the original documentation. Whilst I have continued to maintain the original manuals, which are now in paperback form, uh, and uh, what is called Noble Ape Philosophic, what was originally called Nirvana Philosophic, there was originally uh, a biological, a equivalent Nirvana Biologic and equivalent Nirvana Mathematica, uh, and they all uh, had interrelated calculations to do with um, how um, visualisation, how sense data, 
how all this kind of information was actually going to map back into the simulation. So the simulation, as you see today, is in fact quite a poor subset of all this previous work, and most of that documentation is, is lost to time. I do have some backups of it, but the time involved in actually bringing it to a form where it could be online is, is far greater than, um, you know, currently available. I'd much rather, you know, get the simulation working on Mac OS X, uh, for currently. So some background to this, there's a lot of additional documentation which isn't really mapped into um, things like the, the manuals or um, the, the philosophic document. Um, and these documents were written typically between the manuals and Nodalite Philosophic or perhaps slightly after Nodalite Philosophic. And they covered issues like um, how uh, the Nodalites hear and see and how that is simulated map back. The um, original manuals describe a beautiful kind of 3D stereo meshing, um, which unfortunately is just too complicated and was very heavily simplified in, I think, what I called um, uh, Nirvana Mathematic, which may, may be worth my time just digging up and, and putting online, although I suspect it's in an, in an unfinished form. So from that environment, the noble apes existed in their um, little ecosystem and were constantly preyed upon by these fierce feline creatures that had nothing uh, in the food chain that would eat them. However, the noble apes, in theory, would be able to trap them or at least dissuade them from attacking. Uh, and this was a very powerful initial model in the simulation that the noble apes were constantly living in, in fear, and so to speak. This is the fear component of fear and desire. And this filtered back very heavily into their identity to have this kind of predatorial cat. Um, by um, probably after Isle of the Apes, after the first CD-ROM was launched, um, the fierce felines were removed from the simulation. The um, Isle of the Apes CD did contain some information about the fierce felines and how they interacted with the noble apes. Uh, and how this would was being simulated or would be simulated. There were initial demonstrations of fierce feline ape interaction, but the whole thing became too convoluted. And ultimately, in the kind of reductionist uh, development of Noble Ape that went through through to about '98 and then was restarted in 2000, the fierce felines have kind of dropped away. What also is interesting is that the plants and animal classifications from the list that I originally read out were greatly simplified and greatly reduced, in part um, because there was a drop-down menu setting that enabled you to watch the population growth and development of all these different species, and to have um, 12 animals and uh, 14 plant types, well, let's eliminate the fierce felines and noble apes as they're as autonomous animals, um, so 12 and 12, 24, 24 different species types at a drop-down was quite user-confusing. An important point about the biological simulation, which still exists to this day through ApeScript, through your, the interface of the biological simulation through ApeScript, is that the plants and animals are um, created or maintained in the simulation through very simple principles in quantum mechanics, the idea... Um, that the land has various characteristics that can um, describe where plants and animals would um, be, basically. That, you know, on a cliff face, you might have one straggle tree kind of growing out, but you certainly wouldn't have a lot of trees on a cliff face. Uh, and ideas of land heights and 
uh, water coverage and surface area to sun movement and these kind of things. The sun movement is critical in, in the migration or movement of, of animals, in particular in the simulation. What I find fascinating is when I started doing this, um, it was a relatively radical idea to do a, a biological simulation based on quantum mechanics, but I found that picked up um, in the games community, although I'm not referenced <laughs> with regards to this idea, um, which seems to be the history of my uh, development and general documentation. So I have heard um, recently in an interview someone describing how the, uh, the biological part of their computer game was going to use this amazing method of finding where plants and animals existed based on, uh, you know, location, area, um, uh, height, these kind of characteristics, and I thought, hmm. But I mean, the whole nature of the mobile app development has been having those kind of experiences pretty well from when I first started putting the documentation online uh, up until the present day. In any case, I digress. What we have currently in the simulation is the only method of accessing the biological simulation is through ApeScript, through the way. Um, the apes interact with their environment primarily in terms of eating more than anything that the ape wants to instigate how much of a particular food source is in their particular area however perhaps it could be used in in more detail for apes developing a fascination in in you know um various bird life or things like that the kind of bird watching noble ape who knows um, but there's nothing in the visualization currently that accesses the biological simulation, and this is really not a challenge, but something that I'm putting out to uh, people that are developing graphics and physics environments, people like Dave, Dave Kerr um, and um, Digital Space. In fact, there are a lot of graphics physics environment um, developments going on. Uh, and rather than kind of dabble in that, what I've decided to do is just provide an interface to that through ApeScript, or the biological simulation through ApeScript. Uh, obviously the biological simulation can be hard-code accessed as well, uh, and I don't have any aversion to that either. Uh, I'm certainly going to make it available in a DLL, which is the whole Moon Monkeys development to take another sideline. But I would like to actually increase the um, biological environment considerably and probably return it back to the original simulation in terms of having um, 12 uh, simulated animal species and 12 simulated uh, plant species. I got that terribly wrong, didn't I? There are 12 simulated animal species, including nodalave and fierce feline, which means that there are 10 there and there are 14 plant species. I would also like to return the fierce feline to the noble ape simulation, which is a kind of repopulation, if you want to, a kind of endangered species analogy uh, of the fierce feline into the noble ape simulation. I don't have any time frame associated with this, but I think it would be very cool uh, to have a different coloured dot uh, chasing the noble apes through the typical downloaded interface. I think that would be a very cool feature, uh, particularly now death is relatively central in the simulation. And my feeling is that there is probably a third as many fierce felines as there are noble apes, but they should have the same kind of uh, birth and death cycle in some regard. It would be cool actually if they had a similar kind of cognitive simulation as well, maybe a smaller brain. Um, but yeah, this certainly gives a lot of options to think about, and I'll uh, certainly need to consider in the next few months uh, reinstating the fierce felines. I think that would be a very neat feature, and all the code fundamentally in terms of their stalking and turning in particular directions or things of this nature already exists in the uh, in the no-plate simulation. So that would certainly be something relatively cool to add back into the simulation. 
in terms of visualizational biology and i really would like to i mean i'm not i'm not an artist and i think the history of the nodalite simulation has has shown the nodalite development in general has shown that i'm not an artist and my interest is not well, I have a really strong interest in art, and I would like to see artists get involved in the Noble Ape simulation and create artwork for the Noble Ape simulation. My own personal ability is only so much, and I can only do what exists within my personal ability. I think this is the, the legacy of the, the Noble Ape development in total. Uh, so my sense is that really the addition of plants and animals in a visualised setting, what I'm calling the true 3D project, is really something that either I will have to do through mathematics, I'll have to find ways of mathematically emulating the plants and animals, which is doable in some regard in terms of their physical form, or I will require the, the assistance of artists. And what I've thought of in the past is just putting up money, basically, in order to um, employ an artist uh, very much part-time for a wide variety of uh, kind of art-related projects to do with Noble Ape. Um, and I think probably something similar to the Ape Script contest could be uh, doable as well, except I think Noble Ape currently has a, a far greater footing in the... Um, you know, the, the the nature of ApeScript contestants uh, as opposed to artists. So it's something that I've really been thinking about quite heavily for the past four years at least. I reflect back in the when I was in the UK about uh, trying to find and approach artists without much success. Um, so my sense is that actually visualising the plants and animals is could go down two possible routes. Um, it may be easier in the medium to long term to actually write mathematical uh, emulators to describe particularly the plants, but also to a lesser extent the animals. And this is certainly something as well that I did or started to develop uh, in the early days of the simulation. There were a lot of graphical kind of vector drawings and uh, interpolations of what the noble ape should look like in vector space and how that can change through... Um, various parameters, the use of noble ape genetics presently uh, and the fact that they're so central in a kind of baiting and mutating component of the simulation, or mating in particular, uh, there is no formal mutation, um, is, uh, you know, is, it would be nice to have various factors that could be applied, and this is certainly something that I used in, in the kind of vision statement with regards to the true 3D uh, noble ape simulation, which is a kind of full screen uh, beautiful polygonal graphics kind of uh, kind of environment if that isn't a, a, an oxymoron um, or maybe a tautology I think probably more likely a tautology uh, anyway so that is the biolo biological simulation component of the noble ape simulation as it currently stands I hope you've enjoyed my musing with regards to this topic uh, and thank you very much for tuning in and look forward to you tuning in next time <laughs>